Our phones are often like a junk drawer in your house. You consistently put more in there and rarely take anything out. And if you are serious about setting healthy limits regarding technology, you're going to have to make some intentional changes. It's time to go to Second Mile and reorganizing your device. Hey, this is Travis Sagney. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile as well. This podcast exists to help you go further uh, in your walk with Jesus and to make sure you don't do the bare minimum and spare you from a mediocre uh, version of Christianity. So we've been talking for a few months about uh, the nature of how the digital revolution, if you will, has been taking a toll on our spiritual conditions and what we need to do to push back to make sure that we are doing those digital detoxes and relational resets. And so today on this 149th episode of this podcast, I want to talk to you about how to reorganize your device. So if you think about it, uh, your cell phone comes out of the box with a certain kind of settings already established on it. And you start using it right away, right? And you start taking all the kind of uh, factory settings that are in there. And as you go, you hear about a certain app or a certain kind of feature. And basically what you do is that you just add stuff over time, right? You find other opportunities for you to add certain things um, into and onto your device. And what happens is, is that it gets so full of clutter. um, You can tell it if you can't typically find the things that you need to go to, or if you start scrolling through some of your apps and realize there's stuff on here that I haven't used in years, you know, or months or whatever it is. And you go, yeah, but I might need it one day. And and what happens is though, is that it's kind of like your desk, right? That if you have a bunch of stuff piled on, it's like, you can't focus. There are some times where if I'm working on something that I really have to focus on, sometimes I just have to clear every single thing out to remember for a moment, like what is it that I need to focus on? The reason why this is important regarding your device is if you are consistently going to this device for interaction, uh, for entertainment, or just for distraction and reality, what you've got to do is kind of um, get to a point where you can find the things that you need to find. Remember the purposes for what this is because technology is morally neutral. Uh, And the reality of it, it's not negative. It's not necessarily positive. It's all about what you do with it. And so to do that, to make sure that you're not spending so much time on your device, I want to give you some tips and some actually biblical instruction that will help you evaluate your mobile device and to make sure it is set up to serve you rather than you actually beginning to serve it. So first mile believers are going to do the right things they need to do. If you're going to do the bare minimum, you're going to make sure that on your phone, on your iPad, on whatever kind of device you got, right, is that you're going to keep the bad stuff off. Way to go. Congratulations. That's awesome. We got to start there. That is first mile. Let's do the bare minimum. If we're going to do more than the mediocre, we're going to move to the second mile. And that is not just keeping bad stuff off, but it's actually removing unhelpful stuff off. So here's the deal that I want you just to wrestle with in your head for a second. Uh, Statistics are telling us some pretty alarming things about how often people are on their phones and devices a day. So let's take an average of what some people are saying that the national average as of late, and once again, how do people study this stuff and how do we know if it's accurate? But the people that they have studied, they have evaluated, they have assessed, they found some pretty 
um, scary statistics. One of those statistics is if you look at your phone for three and a half hours a day, you are now in the national average, right? So if you look at your phone for three and a half hours a day, you got you to think that that is um, a pretty significant portion of time, right? Um, that's honestly um, almost half of what many people sleep a day. So if you look at your phone for three and a half hours a day, if you do the math, where does this lead you to? It means that you have spent over 50 days of the last year on that device. Now think about that for a second. You get to the end of this year. Getting near, you're starting to think about New Year's resolutions and going, you know, I really wish I had more time to do whatever it is your heart desires. And you said, you know what? I just never had a time to get around to that. And then what if I told you that next year, you're going to have an additional 50 days off of work, off of responsibilities, and you can do whatever you want to with 50 free days, okay? Work, family, responsibilities, everybody just gives you an extra 50 days to live your life. You go, what would you do? Man, you could write you know, write the great American novel that you've always wanted to get around. You could master some type of hobby. You could go travel the world. And I'm just saying this, you have had that the last year. If you spend looking at your phone for three and a half hours a day, you have spent 50 days of the last year on that device. Now, if we move it even beyond that, just to the phone, let's just take about screens, your computers, TVs, phones, whatever. Uh, statistics are now telling us that the average American is spending over 10 hours a day staring at a screen. So if the average person spends over 10 hours staring at a screen a day, that is almost two-thirds of our waking lives. Now get that in your head. Two-thirds of your, almost two-thirds of your waking lives is spent in a screen. And if you are staring at a screen, what that means is that you are not interacting with people. You're not looking around at God's creation. You are staring at something on a screen for two-thirds of your waking lives. And we typically, uh, since this digital revolution that's happened, is we mindlessly drift towards unhealthy habits unless we intentionally replace them with better ones. We will drift towards distraction. That's kind of what we do. It's just kind of natural. And what we find ourselves doing is that you have this device that is constantly clamoring for your attention. So if you're not careful, uh, not only are there certain things that are going to keep you occupied or entertained or, you know, that they are typically enjoyable, but what you're going to find is that you're going to find yourself just naturally drifting towards that you haven't opened up your phone, you just typically say, you know what, I need to, I need to open that up because maybe I've missed something in the last four minutes, right? And you almost find this addictive nature of always having your phone with you. Do an experiment of just even seeing if you can put your phone somewhere in another room and see how often you begin to look for it, to reach for it, just check in your pocket to see where it is, and you'll notice something. We are becoming prone to always constantly checking our devices. So to do this, you're going to have to show some discipline to start reorganizing your device so that you control it and it's not controlling you. And it won't happen by accident because we've been programmed to depend on this and be distracted by it so much. So there are some typical and practical things that you can start doing to help reorganizing your device. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, he says it this way, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. And this is such a helpful passage for us to think through, to say, you know what? Maybe the things, your device, the things that you engage in your device, 
they may not be sinful, but are they helpful? Are they helping you out doing what God has called you to do and what you want to do with your life? And as the last part of that verse says, are you being dominated by it? Are you being mastered by it? Is it controlling you? And so what I want to encourage you to do is that you've got to start thinking about reorganizing your device and some practical things that you can start doing. Number one, I would encourage you to set some type of limit of what you think is right to spend on that device. So decide what is a healthy technology limit that keeps you unashamed before God. So if you would say, no, I don't want to go to heaven realizing that every year I spend 50 uh, days on my phone, then maybe I need to make some changes. I need to start saying, okay, and then I don't want to spend three and a half hours a day, so what is a healthy amount? Well, you know that on most devices now, you can set a limit to how long you can be on a phone or on a device. You can set a limit to how many minutes you can spend on an app. Uh, I was uh, shocked to find one time just a, a simple change that I did to set a limit to uh, social media apps of how much time I spend on it to give 15 minutes a day. And what it does is it causes you that when you open it, you're not mindlessly drifting. You're on there for a purpose. You're on there to post something important that's pointing to the most important message in your life or you're going to look at something or intentionally, or you're going to go and encourage someone else, but there's a purpose rather than just the purpose of being distracted. So what is a healthy technology limit? Um, keeps you unashamed before God, set that limit and allow the device to start helping be an accountability barrier for you. You need to detox yourself from any addictive patterns that hinder your roles or your relationships. So with this, you need to start thinking about what are some things that I need to do to make sure I can't be on there. Obviously, the time limits are great, but I also would encourage this. Um, I'm not asking you to be a minimalist, but you might want to at least start venturing that way. I would encourage you today is that I would go through every single app on your phone and you can ask the question, when was the last time I accessed this? Am I even sure of what this does? Do I need it? Is it helping me? And if not, delete it. If later you find out that you need it, guess what? You can always re-download it. Um, but if you're not finding yourself using it on a regular basis, delete it. Get rid of it. I would encourage you also to kind of organize your apps around certain areas so that when you open up your phone, the most important things are there or might even an important message about how you want to spend your time. Maybe you put 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12 as your background on it. And also defend yourself from technology in proven weekend situations. So if you know that you struggle at certain times of the day or in certain situations, did you know that you can actually start creating some type of healthy parameters around that, some filtering, some accountability, some uh, monitoring situations that can do that. So what I would encourage you to do but above all else is determine what meaningful habits replace the mindless ones. So for me, on my phone, there are intentional things that I see when I open it up. They are built to help me be uh, someone who was Godward focused and the most productive version of what God has equipped me to be. And I've removed all other things that are far off so that I have to go two or three screens over to do something that I would say, you know what? I don't know how actually helpful this is. So when I open up that device, the most important things are there. The most things I need to do to be accessible and to be who God's called me to be are right there. And the other stuff I can have to work uh, for to get to. For you to start taking some simple things of reorganizing your device can make a huge difference in your life. And I would encourage you to do that to see a lasting change so that you're not distracted. I hope to see you on the second mile.